to Aussie Vision. I'm Dale. And g'day, I'm Mike. And today we're doing our Eurovision Song Review series of 2019. And we're talking about Australia's best friend in Eurovision, not Sweden, Denmark. Yes, we've had a good close relationship with Denmark, haven't we? Yes. Till recently. (laughs) No, we love Denmark. They keep giving us televote scores, so we'll take whatever we can get from them. The only people that are. (laughs) All right, let's talk about Denmark at the Eurovision Song Contest. They debuted at the second edition of Eurovision in 1957 in Frankfurt, Mm -hmm. finishing a very creditable third out of ten nations. Uh, They then had, well, they actually did have a break from the contest between 1967 and 1978. I have no idea why. You can't really find out. Just didn't bother rocking up. Fair enough. Yeah. The Danes themselves have three wins to their name. 1963 with Dance Vies. You love that song. It's one of the classics. 2000, Fly on the Wings of Love. Yeah, that's pretty good. It is pretty good. There's a good dance mix to that one. 2013, of course, Only Teardrops. Fantastic. Emily DeForest. Do love that one. Look, it's been a bit hit and miss for the Danes in the last four years. Two non-qualifications in 2015 and 2016 have been followed by a 20th by Anja Nissen. Australian. Thank you. And a return to the top ten when Higher Ground by Rasmussen finished astonishingly in ninth place with 226 points. Exactly what they deserved. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Okay, well, look, a um, bit of a mixed result recently. What have they got for us this year? This year, we've got Leonora with Love Is Forever. Just a taste of love, a taste of love could both me and you. A taste of love is all we got. So don't you never, ever give up now. You need to go. Tell us a little bit about Leonora there, Doug. Yes, well, Leonora Kormar Jepsen, she's 20 years old. Actually, she's more famous for her sporting triumphs rather than her music. She, yeah, you're looking at me very intrigued here. I am. She is a champion figure skater. Oh. She represented Denmark at the 2015 Junior World Championships for figure skating. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, she's like a proper figure skater. Wow. She competed there. She can do the, you know, a double axle. I don't think she can do a dribble. <laughs> um, she did eyes dancing with her um, brother. She still now choreographs and trains, so she's retired from competing. But that's her main gig. It feels like music's actually a side gig for her Jeez. because there's not much about her on the musicality. But she was a proper athlete. Which is pretty bloody impressive, I must say. It's very, very impressive. Maybe she could bring that to the stage at Tel Aviv. Yeah, well, we'll see. So <laughs> she got to the contest by winning Dansk Melody Grand Prix, which is the national final for Denmark. Um, her song, Love Is Forever, won the jury, came second in the televote to win overall with 42% of the three-way super final result. Wow. So pretty comfortably over the other ones who sang in Greenlandic, but she, she did win quite comfortably. And Lisa Cabell, who's a co-writer of the song, also was a co-writer of Only Teardrops. Oh, okay, so good pedigree there. Indeed. Let's talk about things we like about this one, Dale. Yep. I'll kick us off. This is a unique song in the lineup, so it's got its own point of difference straight away. There's a certain, also I was going to say, there's a certain sweetness to this that will appeal to some people. We'll see if it appeals to me later. Uh, <laughs> she can sing this competently. We, 
when she remembers the words. But we saw at the national final that she could perform this and sing this quite well. And I think she's done pretty well at Eurovision in concert, apart from forgetting parts of the words. I've also got to say what I like about this, the variation in language towards the end of the song, I think is very clever, but also a really nice addition to the song and breaks things up, which what possibly could come monotonous after a while. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, actually. I wrote exactly the same thing down about that language side of things. Um, You get two minutes into the song and you're like, okay, I've heard pretty much everything the song has to deliver here. And then she comes in with something that changes up the song. And also on top of that, you are putting four different languages in there. Not many songs at Eurovision do that. And I think it's a really nice touch. And it's what I I loved about it when I first heard it. I like this song. I like the sweetness of it. Not everyone's going to like that. But it does have a market. And I don't think any other song of the 40... We're not 40, yeah, for the 41 this year. I almost <laughs> said 42. Sorry, Maruf. Um, but of the 41 songs, no one else has, I think, the sweetness of this song. And it's a very family-friendly song. I can imagine kids loving it. I can imagine parents and grandparents loving this. And also, they, haven't, they can do something with staging with this. We don't know yet what they're going to do, if they're going to replicate National Final. We'll get to that in a minute. But it has somewhere to go with staging, for sure. I agree, I agree. And to be honest, it's I don't know if it's a very clever way of just to break up a, a, a bit of a monotonous song just to add in some different languages mm. at the end. It or feels s- like a different song. That's the probably, last minute. probably be six of them next year after this, <laughs> if this does well. <laughs> All right, let's talk about negatives. Oh, I get to start on this one. It's just too saccharine for me. Oh, no, I, I understand people will like this, but for me, too saccharine, too cutesy. Oh, gosh, everything's so lovely. No, no, it's not. And I'm going to jump straight into the message is so simplistic. Yeah. I'm sorry, what planet is this woman on? Mm. Like, no. No one can forget about politics. Not in the world we live in anymore. But anyway, that's just me ranting. Um, Is this a Eurovision song of the past? Has the competition moved on from this? You know, yes, it has a certain something, but I don't know if that's something from 10 years ago, possibly. I'm going to say I don't see where the points are coming from for this. Juries, surely juries aren't going to like this to a degree. I mean, they just can't. It's so simplistic in a way. And really, are the majority of viewers going to vote for this at all or capture attention? No, I can't imagine them being compelled. And that, I have to say, that national final performance style, it has to be mentioned. Her delivery... I mean, there's one thing with staring down the barrel of a camera and connecting with the audience, but don't look like a stalker. It was too much. Seriously, I don't think she blinked for like a full minute. I was just like, she's seeing straight through my soul that woman. So, yeah, I'm sorry. I, there was a lot. I know, she does have that kind of like, you know, that crazy girlfriend meme that goes around. She has a little bit of that view, I must say. I think they overcomplicated that staging. And I think the reason she's so freaky in that is because she's really concentrating on getting the exact right position. Please blink. <laughs> and I really hope they do change that staging. But I have a feeling, because Denmark tend to keep their staging, that we're going to see something similar. Um, I think maybe just a bit of an experience showed there um, from her background. So that could be definitely a negative. She's inexperienced. The staging could 
end up being a little bit weird because if they do that staging, that last minute of it where you kind of get the reprieve of a different language, is actually just a bit dull when they did it live. They sat on this big chair up in the air and they just kind of swayed their feet and no, 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 that's not good enough. That is not good enough. It looked more junior Eurovision than it did actual Eurovision. I reckon, yeah, yeah, totally. Reminded me of France, junior Eurovision Mm. last year. I think they just need to remove that gimmick, um, do some good LED use in the background and just tell the story that way because she looks good in camera she's not staring and terrified of stuffing up where she needs to be in this over elaborate staging I totally agree with you on this harking back to a message that doesn't work anymore um, think like Nicole from Germany in the early 80s and you know even back then people were going oh a little bit of peace hello we're in the middle of a cold war and we could all be decimated by a nuclear weapon at any point Back in the 80s, weirdly, that was accepted and okay. And Israel could sing about peace, and it was fine. Russia could sing about peace recently and kind of get away with it. These days, nah, we're in a different world now. This is not going to cut it. We are not going to just sit along and sing this and go, everything's fine. And I agree. I think it's harking back to an era that people aren't buying into. I think if you're going to do Sweet, you need to do as good as Zoe did. And Zoe had an X factor about her when she did it in 2016. And this is an X factor. I just don't quite see with Denmark. Yeah, you're right. I think saccharine can work to yeah, a degree. Yeah, 100%. But I think it needs to be sold the right way. And I'm not sure this is really getting into that. Zoe. You've got to get it right. And they're on the cusp of the right and the wrong right now. Yeah. Let's talk about our juries. Yes. What do the Aussies and the Europeans think? Do the Aussies chuck our Danish friends any love? Well, look, we do love the Danes. If anyone who doesn't know, Princess Mary of Denmark <laughs> is an Australian real estate agent from Tasmania <laughs> um, turned Princess of Denmark. There you go. And Australia has delivered a decent result for the Danes, and they've ranked this 25th. That's not too bad. That's pretty good. I've been asked making the final, um, according to the Australians. Fair enough. Anywhere from third... <laughs> <laughs> Whoever was that, I don't know. Wow. To 38th. Oh, okay. Now it had three top tens. What? Yeah, but also four people put in their 30s. Oh, okay. So you end up getting that kind of 25th result. Well, we still have some sane people in Australia. That's nice yeah, to hear. Yeah, saying that, look, that goes to show you there just... is a market for this sweet style song. Definitely, definitely. Simplistic done well. And what about the Europeans? Are they a bit more in reality? A bit more reality, definitely. <laughs> um, they realise that the world is going to terrible states right now. And uh, they rank this 30th. Ooh. So a little bit lower. 8th to 40th. And only two top 10s. But quite a mix across the board. Two top 10s isn't bad out of a jury of 12. It's getting top 10s. Yeah. You know what? You only need a little corner of the marker there to get through. All right. Well, let's wrap and rank ourselves. I'm going to start off here. Although I can see a certain charm to this, its cutesy shtick just does not resonate with with me at all. In fact, I quite detest it. Um, I found... This is pretty generous for me. We did rank these a couple of weeks ago. I've given it 33rd out of 41, but I can tell you now they're dropping. You know, oof, like a stone. Yeah. Well, let's move on from your cold, dead heart. <laughs> and oh, look, I liked it. I like these sweet songs. I first time I heard this in, you must admit, when I first heard this in Dance Melody Grand Prix, I'm like, that's a Eurovision song. Mm, you did. And I can see this song in a final. There is something about it that has appeal for a percentage of people in Europe. And you know what? I like the song. I enjoy it. I've got no crimes with it. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy listening to it. 
I do hope they change the staging. But anyway, I have ranked this 23rd. Oh, wow. Okay, 23rd. Yeah, I like the song. Top I really half. do. Yeah, okay. I do. I really like it. All right. Um, so is this getting through to Saturday Night Dark? You can start us off. Okay, I'll start it off. Gushing. I was, no, look, I was really on the mixed bag on this one. I think it des- definitely is on the cusp. I think this is in that kind of like 8th to 12th to 13th area. But putting my money on, on the line here, I'm going to say it's going to qualify. Yeah. I think it can. I think it has the appeal to get through. It's been doing actually okay in the OJ poll, which has really surprised me. Um, it's not always an indication, but I think this has got family friendly written all over it. Um, and if they do, the, it needs the right performance. Yes. I will. I will put a caveat on that. If they blow the light, the staging, it's definitely not qualifying. Yeah, no, look, I do agree with you. There is a, a market for this, and you're right, the family-friendly kind of market. Look, I've got written here, no, it won't qualify, but I've also got in brackets and big letters, but I have a blind spot for this sort of stuff. I don't easily emotionally connect to these sorts of cutesy kind of songs. I just don't. I know my own limitations. I would not drop dead from fright if this got through to the yeah. the, to the grand final, but at the same token, I think if there's a reasonable... You know, I, I see 10 other better songs in the semi-final, so yeah. it's a no from me, but it's not could definitely get in. It's, only cast. it's not a song that's going to come second last or last. No. It, it has a chance. Definitely has a chance. Definitely not. Well, let us know what you think of Denmark, because it's obviously defines opinion. Uh, you can catch us on our socials. We're at AussieVisionNet on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Yeah, well, let us know what you think, and we look forward to hearing from you. All right, thanks, guys. Bye.